edition of the 12 Questions Podcast. My name is Jeff Buck, and each week I ask the same 12 questions to a different race car driver. And up next is AJ Almondinger of Colic Racing. He's set to do double duty this week at Coda. Although if you're listening to this uh, on the free feed, it was probably last week, but that's okay. Either way, uh, he should be relevant at Coda because he's obviously a road course ace and I wanted to um, get him on the podcast in advance of that. So uh, at Phoenix, he was sitting around in his hotel room uh, waiting for the track to open and was enjoying, I guess, sort of leisurely mornings. We were able to hop on a Zoom and do the interview then. Here is our conversation for the 12 questions. All right, everybody, I'm here with AJ Almondinger. And uh, AJ, I'm happy to have you on here because I know uh, you're always just going to deliver good answers. So I'm, I'm just pumped about this already. I don't know if they're um, good. They're, tr- they're truthful answers, though. I'll give you that. That's that's what I'm looking for. Yeah. Uh, the first question is, how do you feel about people reclining their seats on airplanes? I, I don't mind it if you look at the person that's behind you. Oh, right? okay. Like, so I'm a small guy, you know, you get a big guy or, you know, it's bigger, bigger person in front of me and they need a little room. Like I'm okay with that, but you know, I'm not, I'm not going to turn around and see a big person behind me. That's already crammed in there and then try to shove my seat back. So just a little courtesy. That's so nice. I really respect that. That's okay. That's yeah. a good way to do it. If they have extra room. Okay. That's fine. But if not, don't do it. Okay. Yeah, like yeah. My, my feet barely touch the ground, so I don't need all that leg room. So they can recline if they need it. <laughs> I love it. Uh, AJ, how often do you get recognized at the grocery store? Very rarely. You know, it's, uh, I, I, you know, maybe it, once out of every 10 trips to the grocery store, maybe somebody recognizes me. Oh, okay. All right. That's, that's decent. You know, and that might be, that might be an, you know, I might be pushing that as well. So definitely not at home grocery stores. I'd say near the racetrack, definitely more, but. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, on a scale one to 10, how good are you at replying to text messages in a timely manner? Oh, I'm like, well, depends on who it is. (laughs) 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 If it's somebody I want to reply to, it's usually a 10. I hate okay. phone calls. Don't call me. I don't. I don't need to talk on the phone. But I'll text you. Okay. Yeah. That's. I'll literally, I'll literally have. I'll. I'll literally have my friends call me and I'll let it go to voicemail and then I'll text them. What do you need? <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I wonder if that's an age thing because I think you and I are right about this, the same age. Are you like a 1981, 1980 kid? Yeah. 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 Um. I, I would rather like even if it's my friend calling a lot of times, I would just be like, God, do we really need to talk? Like, can I not just text them? You know. Yeah. I mean, it, unless, unless we're going to, you know, talk about golf, like then I don't, there's not a really anything I need to talk about. <laughs> okay. What is the best com- way to get out of a conversation with someone who won't stop talking? Ooh, that's a good question. I would say in person, you know, you look at your phone and be like, Oh, I got to take this. Like I, I, I have to take this. And they'd be like, I didn't see it ring. Yeah, it's on silent. So I got, I got, I got to take this. This is very urgent. That's good. Yeah, that's, and they don't know. So yeah, how do they know? Yeah. Uh, if you could pick only one form of social media to use and drop all the rest, which would it be? Well, uh, <laughs> that's a good question because I only use Twitter and I only use it for really sponsor stuff. So I would probably say 
even though I'm not on it, my, my wife is on it a lot. Instagram, because it seems like there's at least more happiness somewhat a little on Instagram, maybe not a lot, but Twitter just can be just ugly sometimes. So Instagram, at least there's happier pictures of people faking their lives or whatever. I don't know, but you know, yeah, I'd probably go with that. But what you, you're not on there though. Why? How come you don't want to be on there? But, but when I see her on there, like, you know, it seems more happiness sometimes than Twitter. Okay, That makes sense. What advice would you give to someone who is having a hard time getting over a mistake they've made? I don't know. I haven't learned that yet. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, perfect advice. Be better than me. Like, cause I don't, I don't know how to get over that stuff very well sometimes. Okay. All right. Uh, so this is a wild card question where I'm, I'm mixing it up for each person. And I went back to our first 12 questions interview from 2011. And at the time you had said, uh, I fear failure more than I'm excited about winning. If I win a race, I can be excited for a day and then I'm scared to go lose the next one. So I, I feel like I get, I see you so excited about winning in recent years. So I guess I, I wanted to see, is that still the case um, on your thoughts about fear, fear of failure versus winning? Um, you know, I think it just, it, it uh, is always, you know, that, that self doubt always creeps in. It's, it's a, it's a, Actually, my wife and I were talking about it at breakfast this morning because I, I've just been frustrated at times with myself, not with the team or with, you know, it's it's always I feel like to try to step up my game to, to take wherever we're at and make it better. And to this day, it's still like that. And it's sometimes not a great way to live inside my head. Um, but with that said, you know, they always would say, don't let the highs get too high and the lows get too low. Well, I probably still let the lows get too low or I get frustrated with myself or feel like I need to be better or um, all the above. But, you know, where I'm at in my life, especially with, you know, what we saw like last year, like let the highs get really high because you don't know if they're ever. I mean, I've spent many years of not having that. So we definitely celebrated them and we had a great time with them. So that was something that probably in the past I would win that night you have fun and then by the next day you're like miserable again you're like okay go do it no no we we made sure this this time around we celebrated to the full extent probably half the time into the next weekend so it was (laughs) uh so that's probably what has changed about it okay i like that that's that's cool uh if someone blatantly wrecked you to win a race would you interrupt their celebration uh maybe younger i would have but not now. You just you just kind of check that away and say, okay, like, I think we sometimes all live by the rule. You know, you race the person how they race you. But, you know, I laugh about, you know, the people fighting and stuff like that. I'm like, we don't need to, you know, in my mind, I'm like, we don't need to do that. Like, it's, I'm not, I'm not going to come try to, you know, throw a haymaker on pit road because at the end of the day in my, in my mind, you all look a little stupid doing that. <laughs> um, but you check that away in your head. At least I do and say, okay, I know how it goes now and it'll come back around. And, uh, my wife has to remind me of her birthday. Sometimes love you, babe. Cause she's standing in the bathroom right now. So I love you. It's October 7th. No, that's our <laughs> wedding. Her, her, her birthday, February 7th. 
She made sevens to make it easy on me. Point of the story, her <laughs> birthday is February 7th. Wedding's October 7th. I have to struggle to remember that, but I can remember every time I've gotten run into and wrecked. So that's That doesn't surprise me because you had said, I think on our last 12 questions, uh, that, that you know, I, I was doing a quiz at the time of like picking a random race and you knew the result from that race. It was like some Martinsville race. And you're like, oh yeah, ninth. And, and you said, cause you care. So you remember, uh, yeah. you know, that's, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, what movie do you think you've seen the, the most times over the last year? Ooh, over the last year. Yeah. <laughs> it's my wife just whispers fast and the furious because anytime it comes on any of them, by the way, all of them, anytime it comes on, I just lock myself and start watching it. So, um, yeah, probably still go with those as sad as I don't want to make myself seem, but yeah, there's, there's nothing wrong with that. It's, yeah. you know, you can put it on, just enjoy it for a well, little bit. Well, the great thing is, you know, they're on every channel. One of them <laughs> is at least on every channel somewhere. So yeah, you can find it. Yeah. Uh, when you think about NASCAR five years from now, what are you the most optimistic about and what worries you the most? Uh, I, I think what, for me, what, what the, the optimism is, is all the, the new personnel, the, the team owners, the, uh, some of the new sponsors coming in. Uh, I felt like, you know, it was just five or six years ago. I think we all looked around and thought, okay, what's going to happen here? Cause there's nobody new coming in and sponsors were leaving and there wasn't a lot of new ones coming in. So guys like Matt Colleague and Justin Marks and, you know, you, you get Denny and MJ and, you know, people like that, that, coming in the sport and, and, and want to be a part of it. And, and we've seen some of the, the other, uh, you know, athletes and, and superstars like Pitbull, stuff like that. You know, it's that, that is optimism. And hopefully with this new car, like it continues with that, you know, I, I know there's a lot of growing pains right now, but it kind of moves towards that. Uh, you know, it'll be interesting. I think in five years, what the TV deals look like, mm-hmm. whether it's more digital or if it's television, I don't know if that worries me is, you know, but th- I, I definitely think that that's a, okay, where's this headed type of thing. And, but it could be great. So I'm not, not overly worried about it, but that's definitely a question mark. Okay. You know, where, where do we all look like in five years and, and what's that, what is that going to look like for, for coverage? Yeah, absolutely. For sure. So a magic genie appears and offers you the chance to go back to the beginning of your racing career and start all over. But the catch is you get to retain all the knowledge and experience that you have now. So do you accept the offer to go back and start over or do you stay in the present? Damn, Jeff, that's a, that, that got real there. Um, (laughs) No, I, I don't. I mean, to, to relive it, I'd love to go back and, and, and keep doing it, but I've been very fortunate in my life and the right time at the right place. I mean, I don't know if that happens again. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I've worked my ass off to, to be here, but man, I got very fortunate at times where I was just at the right place at the right time and, and somehow kept going. Cause we didn't, have any family money. We didn't have anything like that. So, um, maybe it's not as lucky the second time around. So 
I'm 40 years old and I'm still, I'm hell. I got 49 races this year. So like it's still happening. So, uh, I wouldn't change that. Yeah. That, that makes total sense to me. Um, so each week I ask a driver to give me a question for the next interview. And the last one was with, uh, Ben Rhodes. And his question for you is, um, being in a position of experience at colleague, how do you balance being a leader slash coach for your teammates and still being their competitor? Uh, you know, I think it, it comes down to the fact that college racing, what Matt called Chris Rice and, I've, and all the men and women there have given me this opportunity that I never expected to have. 2018, I didn't know what I was going to be doing. I thought I was broadcasting was the next step of my life. So they've given me this opportunity to take a few races and then more races. And then now what we're doing, hell, we kissed the bricks at Indy. So mm -hmm. I'm forever grateful for what they've allowed me to do. So I take that personally when it comes to my best interests of, of the passion of winning and, and being the best of the team compared to making sure I'm a good teammate to keep building this organization to where people want to be here to where we keep getting better and things like that. So, you know, in the past, I think it was like, okay, yeah, I want to win for the team, but man, I'm, it's, I'm, I'm doing this for me as well, first and foremost. And then, you know, trying to make sure that the team comes along with me, but now it's one of those things that I'm so grateful for what they've given me that I will do anything I can to make sure that this team keeps succeeding and, and hopefully keeps heading in the right direction. That's really cool. I love that. Um, so I don't know who the next interview is with quite yet. So you can either give a general question. I can ask, um, another driver or when I know who it is, I can double back and reach out to get a question from you. Mm, let's see here. Now I'd like to know who I'm asking. Okay. Cause yeah. I want to know if I, I want to know if I need to be an a-hole or not, if the person <laughs> I like or not. So yeah. Oh, that, that might lead me down a certain direction then, uh, <laughs> to, to pick who's next. That's good. <laughs> All right. Well, I appreciate your time. Thank you so much for uh, hopping on here and doing this. I appreciate it, Jeff. Thank you, man. All right, everybody. There you have it. AJ Allmendinger, the veteran on the 12 questions podcast. Hope you enjoyed that one. And again, not quite sure exactly who is going to be the next 12 questions. I'm going to try to do a few of them at Coda um, and stack them up for a little bit. And uh, so I, I don't know the exact order, but he will hopefully submit a question when I figure that out and we will have another good interview for you next week. Of course, if you want to subscribe to The Athletic to get the early access to these or the access when it comes out with the written version and the podcast version, you can go to theathletic.com slash 12 questions and you'll see the latest deal there. Of course, it also um, unlocks access to the entire site on the athletics. So every single sport that's going on, pretty much every major team, um, we have covered, including, uh, even UK soccer teams and stuff like that. So, uh, really comprehensive sports coverage and you can get it all for one low price, including all of our racing coverage. Anyway, I appreciate you as always for listening and I will talk to you next time on the 12 questions podcast. <laughs>